so beautiful. We had a, an incredible service this morning. I mean, every, like it's been 15 years now um, in July, actually, so it's kind of 15 and a half years that this church has been going. And I can honestly say to you that I have not seen a service that God has not visited in some profound way or another. And it's different all the time. Do you know that in heaven there are angels that fly around God, right around his throne. They go right around like that. And every time they go around, they go, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Do you know why? Because every time they go around, they see another aspect of God. Every time they they go around, they, they see another aspect of God. They see another facet of the diamond that God is. And every time we meet together as a church and as a people and we just invite God to come, we invite the Holy Spirit, we say, Jesus, we want you to be glorified. It's like a diamond. It's like a diamond in the rough. That's that's what it's like. And, And, you know, Pastor Phil was saying this morning, you know, you know, 15 and a half years ago, when the Lord said to us, we want you to plant a church, you know, God said, we want you to plant a church. And in Wyong, and we're going, Wyong, you know. And he goes, now what, this is the hall I want you to start in, Wyong Public School Hall, right in the middle of housing commission. It's like, you have to be crazy to do that. Or you have to be called. And right in the middle of that darkness, right in the middle of that rough place, God deposited a diamond, a diamond of who he is. And and every facet, every year, he just, another facet he just displays. Another facet he displays. And it's just so awesome. And in 1997... Uh, Phil prophesied from over the other side of the river over there. He prophesied over this land because we were, you know, we were trying to purchase this land. We we're trying to get DA approval, and we were, you know, really struggling with council to get, you know, DA approval to build a building on this land before we purchased it. And he prophesied on this land. I see that land. Okay, I see that land and I see trucks coming on and off this land, concrete trucks and I see a stage and I see it full of people. I see roadworks going on. Like he prophesied it. He's saying it's 2003. He prophesied it and yesterday we actually saw it. We saw another facet of God. It's just so profound. You know, when you hang on to something long term, As a family, you know, as a family together, when you stick it out, you hang on, you hang on through the rough times, you push together, you know, when you you just see, you see the good stuff happen. So many people miss out because they leave when the going gets tough and then they miss out on the good stuff when we get the breakthrough. And I just, I just want to exhort you tonight as a church, as a people, Even those of you that are visitors tonight, you are Christians doing the work of God on the earth. You are diamonds in the rough. 
You are the face of God to a, a godless society. You are the love of Jesus to a loveless society. You are the hand of healing. You are the hand of love. And I, I just want to tell you today that God is smiling on you. God is smiling on you as a people. God is smiling on you as Christians. You are the light of the world. Amen. You are the light of the world. And tonight, you know, I don't really want to preach to you tonight. What I'd like to do is exhort you. Bring an exhortation to you as a people, as your pastor, on behalf of my husband and myself, to tell you that we think you are amazing. And you're the best people in the whole world. And we love you with all our hearts and we just thank you so much. And, you know, it was a common thing in the Bible for Paul to write letters to the churches and exhort them and encourage them and telling them what they were doing right, you know. And how much do we need to hear that? All of us need that. Amen. And I mean, we need to encourage one another in God. And in in 1 Thessalonians, you know, Paul and Silas and Timothy, they wrote this letter to the church of Thessalonians. They said, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, they said, peace to you. They actually got down these three guys and they wrote this letter to the church. And I know that tonight I stand here to thank you, not just on behalf of Phil and myself, but on behalf of... Of the, of the Timothys and the Silas's and the Candice and the Luke's and the Julie's and the Andrews and the Garth's and the Jamie's and the, the Luke Eagles and the Kansas and the Phillipses and you know all the people that make this church work, the Flannery's and all the guys, all the guys that sow into your lives. You know, all the guys that sow into your lives and the girls that sow into your lives. We, we, tonight we want to tell you, well done. Well done. Yeah. You're awesome. And in 1 Thessalonians 1, 2 to 3, and this is Paul and Timothy and Silas speaking, but would you hear it from our hearts tonight as a people, as a church, and as a Christian community, whether you're from this church or not? Would you hear this from our hearts? And it says this, We always thank God for all of you mentioning you in our prayers. We continually remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labour prompted by love and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And 1 Thessalonians 2.8 says this, and I love this. We loved you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well, because you have become so dear to us. And when I think back, you know, over my life, I always, you know, I I used to say this saying once, you know, when I was probably about 17. I think I heard it quote somewhere, and I wrote it down, and I just always used to quote it. I have so much love to give, but I have yet to find a world to give it to And I was very disillusioned with humanity as a young person growing up. And even when I found Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour, I thought, I saw him, he was amazing, he was beautiful, but I was disappointed that his people didn't emanate him the way that they should. 
And you know what? I've waited and watched and waited and watched. And I can honestly say at this stage in my life that I have found a people that, that, that I can give this love to and I have found a people that I'm willing to share our lives with, our hearts with, and we have found a people in you that I can truly say are the church. You emanate the love of Jesus Christ like nothing I've ever seen before. Every one of you. I'm so proud of you. And we are so proud of you. Are you proud, Phil? Oh, so proud. I mean, it's not just the things that you do, although the things that you do are fantastic. I know how hard you all work and, you know, the, the sacrifices you make. And, but it's who you are. You know, we have opened up our hearts and our lives to you. You have opened up your hearts and your lives to us. And we have become more than friends. We have become family. And I, I'm just overwhelmed with you. Just think, we get to spend eternity together. Do you know? And how good will it be to start eternity as friends? We can start as friends. We can start as family. I love it. And in 1 Thessalonians 2.11, it says this, For you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children, encouraging, comforting and urging you to live lives worthy of God who calls you into his kingdom and into his glory. And 1 Thessalonians 2.7 says this, But we were gentle among you like a mother caring for her little children. And I know that Phil and I don't just feel like pastors that do a job here. But we honestly feel like father and mother to an incredible family, an incredible family. And we are honoured, so honoured to serve you with our whole lives and stay here and as long as it takes and watch the generations grow up before us and watch the young people take over from us and end up sitting in the front row with grey hair and walking sticks if necessary, praising God and urging you on. We're here for life, you know, to see this thing go from glory to glory to glory, to see my grandchildren and hopefully my great-grandchildren playing on this altar and seeing us all stick together like glue and move into the next phases of our lives together. I want to be here when Tash gets married and has babies, when she releases her first album. You know, I mean, I want to see that. I want to, I want to, we want to be a part of your lives, amen? I was going to say, I want to be here when Sarah has another baby, but I'm not saying that, Sarah. <laughs> no. Five's enough. That would be a miracle. They do happen, Ken. They do happen. I've got one to prove it. Um, and I just want you to know that. We just want you to know that from our hearts because sometimes we're just so head down, bottom up, working, 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 you know, trying to get... Some, at, at, there's times in church life when you just are so overwhelmed with, you know, just ploughing through hard ground that you don't get your head up a lot. 
and get to say thank you. You know, that tonight, this is the last service that we'll have of this year as a normal service. I mean, next Saturday we're having our Christmas Eve service where the youth are going to sing to us, by the way. It's going to be awesome. But this is our chance to say, you know, well done. We love you. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says, We also thank God continually because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as it actually is the word of God, which is at work in you who believe. Do you know there's nothing greater? I feel sorry for people that preach and preach and preach and preach and people to say that was a good sermon and they never see the fruit in people's lives. But as you said tonight, you said it, Luke, you know, you said Pastor Lee preached this message and Vicky took a hold of it and then this, she did this. You know how much I hear that? I mean, I was saying this morning, someone heard Luke's message that he preached a few weeks ago in Darwin online and sent me a message said, that young guy is just amazing. Like, his preaching is awesome and it re- I loved it. I mean, really, it's changing lives. And I look around, even at young people, and I think, you know, the young people's lives that are being saved and changed and the seed, the seed of the next generations that we are sowing the word of God into and they're actually living it. And I mean, we all have times where we struggle, but as long as we hold each other up and pray for one another and, and keep exhorting one another to live according to the word of God. Amen. And we are so proud of you as, as, a, as a leadership team, all of us. I know that Garth would say that. Are you proud of your young people? And Jamie, you know, you sow, you sow, you sow. And you don't mind sowing when you see fruit. And I see great fruit. Everywhere I look, I see great fruit. And, and Lisa Phillips, I just want to say this publicly. Honestly, Lisa, you are just honest. I love you to pieces. You are amazing. We love you. Yeah. And I see, I, see, I see 2012 being a year when you're going to shine, young lady. I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like you've got a voice even to speak, you know. And maybe you've never had that opportunity, but I feel like you've got something to say now. And, and I feel like there's a message locked up in here that you are such a mother and to girls, to young girls. And I watch you. I've been watching you on Facebook and she mothers young girls and young boys. She does. And, you know, if they want to go to a nightclub, she goes with them and makes sure they don't, you know, do naughty things and drives them home. I mean, what is that? That's over and above. That's discipling to the highest degree. And I'm just so proud of you, Lisa. You must be so proud of your girls, Tim and Louise and Nikki. And just amazing. Awesome family. And, uh, oh, just can't say enough. Pastor Phil just. Yeah. I know. Pastor Phil just said. No, it was 11.30, I think. But Pastor Phil just said that discipling and servanthood go hand in hand. And these. Lisa. Lisa and Nicola exemplify it. Pastor Phil's just so excited in the front row there. 
And it's so good. He's proud. Because last night, you know, it must have, it was later than 10.30, it must be 11.30. Those girls were sitting on that stage rolling leaves and they'd been here since early morning. Like, I'm just amazed. And I also want to say this, I want to say how proud I am of my own daughters. And I think that's okay to say. You know, because they work just as hard as anybody else and have done. I mean, Gemma, Gemma came into this church at six months old. Six months. And she had a nanny that used to have to feed her and hold her while I was preaching. She's paid a big price for this. And today, at 15 years old, she still loves the church. And I think that's because of you. Because you've treated my children with respect and honour. And there's a lot of pastor's kids that aren't even in church anymore because they got beat up by the people. And I want to thank you for loving my children and honouring my girls and for them honouring the house of God. as in, they're, they're incredible leaders, incredible women of God, incredible people. And I just honour my girls tonight. Yeah. Go on, stand up. Give it to us. You know, I think that 2012 is going to be an, an amazing year for us as a church, as a people, but I think also worldwide. You know, there have been so many prophecies that say 2012 is the year of harvest. And I honestly, with all my heart, believe that we are going to bring many, 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 many souls into the kingdom of God. You know, Jesus said, I must go. The disciples wanted him to stay, but he said, I must go. Because if I don't go, I cannot stand the Holy Spirit. And what he was saying is, I'm one man. I can only go to one person at a time. I can only go to one country at a time. I can only go to one town at a time. But if I go, I can send the Holy Spirit. He can get into all these people. Amen? And they can go and do exactly what I'm doing right now. That's why he said, greater work shall you do. You can't get any greater than raising the dead. He wasn't saying you're going to do better miracles better things than me. He said greater. Greater meaning that where one used to do it, now the multitudes will go out and do it. And I prophesy to this church as the worship team comes that we are going to have a year next year of growth and connection and I believe souls are going to be coming into the church in Jesus' name. I mean, I believe this girl that came to church this morning... And we prayed for her and she was slain the spirit on the altar and the glory of God all over her. I believe that's going to happen to multitudes of people. As you, the body of Christ, rise up and do what God has called you to do. And we exhort you. We applaud you. We love you. We are proud of you. In Jesus' name, amen. And this last scripture says this, 1 Thessalonians 2, 19-20. For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and our joy. Amen? Stand up.
Stand up. Let's just thank the Lord right now. We thank you, Lord.